just a little bit, we're going to be thinking about um, our vision uh, going forward as a, as a, as a now a united parish, us and St. Mark's united together, seeking God's vision for where we're going. But I want to cast your mind back, those who are here, to the beginning of 2022, where we said that uh, we were going to use that year to seek God's vision together. And there's a number of ways in which we did that, a number of ways in which we sought to do that uh, in a number of different places. So uh, the staff team that meets on a Monday morning that's made up of our church wardens and a few other people who have uh, roles within the church have been uh, praying through uh, how to lead us through that process. The PCC as well have been doing the same. Uh, You may remember that back in April we were asking you all to share the one thing that matters to you, the things that are on your hearts, the things that you care about. And we gathered all of that information, we collated it together, and then in September, the PCC had an away day to pray through some of those things, to seek through some of those things. And what we found came out on the other side of that, on the things that you shared, were a series of really core values, of things that really matter to you as a church community, that we wanted to reflect in some way that this is what we're about, this is who we are as a church. Now, when I was at college, I was taught how to form a vision in the church. And we were taught the things not to do and the things to do. The things not to do was to just come up with a a short, pithy sentence that basically describes what every Christian should be doing anyway. (laughs) So the vision of the church is sharing the love of Jesus. Well, obviously, we should all be sharing the love of Jesus. What we should do is have clear goals and targets and things that we need to work towards, things that are measurable uh, by saying that, say, for example, by 2030, we want to see this number of things happen or we want to see this number of people join the church. Whatever, have a really clear strategy. That's what I was taught how to do vision. And as we gathered together all those values, and I was trying to do that, trying so hard to work out a clear vision with clear goals, and nothing was coming. As somebody who who naturally loves to have vision for things, to see things, it was so hard to have no vision at all. And then on one October morning, I had an incredible revelation from God, where I woke up and sensed God saying, the church is not a business. Don't try and run it like one. And I really felt set free by that sentence. And it was followed the following day by a, a kind of a paragraph or a statement that was forming in my heart and in my mind. And I wrote it down and prayed through it. And then as a staff team, we explored it together. We worked around some of the wording of, what, of how we could make the wording a little bit more accessible and understandable to people. We did the same at PCC as well, and it, it formed and it developed and it grew. And then uh, one particular Monday morning, we were praying through it, and somebody in the staff team rightly asked, what is this? Because it's not a vision statement, 
And it's not a mission statement either, which are normally the two things that a church would have. When I was at college, you were told you have a vision statement, which kind of sums up briefly who you are, and then you have a mission statement, which kind of sums up what you're going to do and the things that you're going to get involved in. But this statement seemed to be neither of those things, or kind of a bit of a combination of the both of those things. And then we prayed about it, we waited on God, and we heard these words. See, I am doing a new thing in this parish. You already have a vision, which is to keep people's eyes on Jesus. This statement helps people to know what that means and what it's leading to. So this is neither a vision statement nor a mission statement. It is a declaration of what you are becoming. Something by which you can measure the fruits as a parish. Because this parish is no longer going to be measured by numbers. A sense that God is doing something among us that is going to be fresh and new and different. And so we, the filters, the statement, uh, helps us to do that. So what's going to happen is I'm going to read the statement. Uh, it was going to come up beautifully on the screen. So I will read the statement. Uh, and then I'll pass around uh, the copies that I have. I think, I hope there's enough for one every table. But we'll, we'll see how we go. And then uh, we'll have a bit of time of reflection after that. So the statement says this. We are disciples of Jesus. Who joyfully seek to share God's love. By honouring one another, being and building authentic Holy Spirit-led communities, and working for justice locally and in the world. I'll read it again. We are disciples of Jesus, who joyfully seek to share God's love by honouring one another, being and building authentic Holy Spirit-led communities, and working for justice locally and in the world. Now as you hear that, there may be things that you think are missing from that statement or things you expect to hear. Obviously whenever any vision statement is is released or anything like that is released uh, into the wider public, there'll be people who sort of think, well things are missing, things aren't quite right, that's not what I expected, not what I wanted to see happen. But what we're going to do over the course of this year is to basically explore what that statement means for us as a parish, for us as individuals, for us as a church here at St. Mary's, for the wider parish at St. Mary's and St. Mark's and its surrounding villages, and how we can grow to become more and more what God is already making us to be. Because by a statement of becoming, I think God is saying, you're already becoming this as a church, but there's more to be discovered, there's more to be found, there's more to be seen. And so what we've effectively done is we formed our own lectionary uh, based on this statement that we're going to explore through the year. So through the year we'll look at what does it mean to be a disciple of Jesus and within that we'll look at things like um, big, uh, the, the statement that we've been using a lot recently of being with Jesus, becoming like Jesus and doing what Jesus did. We'll learn about rest and Sabbath. We'll learn about how we have more confidence in the scriptures and how we have more confidence in reading the scriptures. We're going to learn more about prayer and prayer ministry and praying for healing. We're going to learn more about the spiritual practices that we have and learn more about our giving and our stewardship. Within uh, the, the, the theme of Jesus, 
uh, through Lent, we're going to discover more about what it means to know Jesus for who he really is, as the one thing that really matters in our lives. We wanted to reflect that we're joyful in this statement as well. We want to learn as a church, what does it mean to be people of joy? What does it mean to learn that joy is both a gift and a choice? What does it mean to understand joy the way that it's portrayed in the Bible? How do we celebrate each other's joys together? Within the statement of sharing God's love, we're going to learn what it means to grow as disciple makers. We're going to help and equip people to be Jesus at home, at work, in college, in school, wherever you're called to be. And to know what it means to know our story and share the story that we have. When you think about the theme of honour, which we began to explore a little bit earlier this year, towards the end of last year, learning more what it means to honour one another well, to have a biblical understanding of honour, and to seek the honour of others higher than we seek it for ourselves. By being and building authentic Holy Spirit communities, we want to create places where people are able to come as they truly are, where we celebrate the diversity that we have, where we discover the unique identity of each church within our parish. And when it comes to justice, we want to have a biblical understanding of what that word means, learning where justice is relational. We want to see people called and sent out to mission. We want to see them raised up to mission around the world, seeking justice wherever God calls them to be, whether that's locally or internationally. We want to see more people involved in mission than ever before in the history of this church. We want to be praying for our mission partners as they go out. We want to be supporting them as they come back. We want to be doing all we can to support justice in the world. We want to help people to live in right relationship with God, with one another, and with the world that God created. And we want to be able to steward well what God has given us. They're all things that are within that statement. (laughs) And the idea is that through the course of the year, we will explore more what that means. And I was thinking still, but where does vision come from this? How do we uh, see this as as not just a statement, but where is vision? And literally this morning, I was still asking God that question. And as I was driving to St. Mark's this morning, I sensed God saying that people, your people of this church, are going to draw vision from that statement. That as you you grow in that, you're going to see, I've got my own vision for supporting this, for for growing in this area, for serving in this area. But as you take the things that matter to you, you'll see where they fit into that statement. How you can help yourself, but also how you can help others to grow in an area with the thing that you carry, the thing that you care about. How does the thing that you care about help with justice? How does the thing that you care about help disciple people? How does the thing you care about help to build an authentic community here or in any of the other churches? The hope is that we will draw vision, that we will all draw vision from this statement as we seek to become more and more the church, the people, the individuals that God is calling us and moving us to be. And all of it is dependent on Him and surrendering to Him and who He is in us, amongst us, with us. Romans 12, 
Verse 9 to 13, Paul writes, Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honour one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervour, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need, and practice hospitality. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. Now, since we're coming uh, United Parish, um, two, three weeks ago now, four weeks ago now, uh, and actually in the whole process leading up to knowing what that was going to happen, the one thing we really, really struggled with is to think about what do we call our new parish? Uh, because obviously we're now, it was before the United Benefits of St. Mary's and St. Mark's, uh, the trouble is that as good as that is, and that we could have just been, or that we can just be, the parish of St. Mary's and St. Mark's, uh, but we want to be able to reflect the future of our church as well, uh, we want to be able to reflect all saints, we want to be able to reflect whatever God may be doing in the future, and so we've been praying about and seeking whether this parish should have a new name. And to be honest, we have nothing. And so I thought I'd share that this morning, because I wonder if maybe amongst us this morning there's some creative people, some prophetic people, who knowing that we don't have a name for our parish will now start to pray that we do, and maybe have some ideas. Uh, we generally believe, when we were saying at the start of 2022, and when we were asking you what matters most to you, it's because we genuinely believe that every voice matters in this church. And we want to be able to equip you to be disciples of Jesus in every realm of life. And so maybe if you're creative, or you have a real gift for thinking about these things, if God gives you a name, then share it with me. And we'll continue to pray about it and see what it might be uh, for us going forward. We will be thinking about uh, new logos and all that kind of stuff to help us uh, reflect the fact that we're one parish. But as well as that, as well as our statement of becoming, Despite what I said earlier, I did want to have some clear objectives for us as a united parish. Uh, And the way that they're taking form is four commitments just for this year. Four things that we're committed to delivering in 2023. Uh, And I'm going to say what they are, uh, and then we're going to spend some time praying into those things. Now the first one... um, I don't know how I'll get through this, but we'll try it. The first one uh, is to complete the toilet at St. Mark's. Now, that project was an idea ten years ago when the diocese asked every parish to think of one thing that they could do that would enhance their mission and ministry to their community. And the, the PCC of St. Mark's at the time, along with Gary and Avril, decided that actually having a toilet at St. Mark's would make a huge difference to what that church can do in its community, how that church can be used, uh, and what a blessing it could be to the wider community. But more than that, uh, more significant even than the toilet, uh, is the facility to be able to do refreshments and to be able to just do more community events. Now, when I wrote this... Uh, a few weeks ago, these four commitments, 
that was nothing more than a formality because we were in a position where things were really positive, really moving forward. We were interviewing builders at the time and it was looking really exciting as if it was going to happen anytime soon. On Saturday morning, I received an email about this project, uh, which I'm going to be honest, nearly broke me. And because I really believe in this project, uh, and God's vision for it, uh, but I've never known a project with as much heartache as this one. You'll know we've been through architects who have really scarred us, and it's been a really difficult time. It's been a really painful process. It's been a really expensive process, because I still want to be committed to finishing this project this year. Uh, And we are still going to be committed to that, but it's going to require a lot more faith and a lot more belief and a lot more trust than it did on Thursday. So we're going to be praying into that. The second thing we want to see, uh, the second objective for this year, is to see All Saints really, really thriving as a building. Now, by that I don't mean sort of building development, I mean seeing that building used more than it's ever been used before. And we're already starting to see that, that, I mean, yesterday morning, I really wish you could have all been at the pantry yesterday morning, because the sense of community was absolutely incredible, tangible, what God is doing there on a Saturday morning. But, and then from that, some other things have sprung up. We had a Christmas gathering, we had a couple of services in December, uh, a Chris single and a, and a, a carol service, uh, beautifully led by Phil and a number of others. And, and it's really, there's a sense that there's a congregation growing at all things. Probably a, a sort of Sunday afternoon congregation. God is definitely on the move in that building, gathering people um, for whom that is very much their church. Uh, and we want to see that place thriving with activity. Not just so we're busy for busy sake, but so that we're doing all we can to build those relationships, to strengthen those relationships, to give opportunities for people to encounter Jesus together at all saints. To find that as a place of refuge and protection, which it was always meant to be and always designed to be. We really want to see that place thriving. And so that's another commitment. Our third commitment is the development and delivery of pastoral care across our parish, what is now across our parish. We've come to recognise that a number of people, a greater number of people than before, are in need of pastoral support, whether that's in visiting, whether that's in prayer, whether that's in just coming alongside. And we really want to develop pastoral care. And within that, we're seeing pastoral care, a beautiful picture that Sarah has, a pastoral care being an umbrella that covers lots of things, from our prayer ministry to how we support our children and young people, to visiting those who need visiting, to praying for the sick, praying for healing, all of these things that are covered under our pastoral care. And we really want to develop uh, a team, we want to develop a ministry that's thriving in supporting people across our parish. And so we're going to be, uh, over the next couple of weeks, be asking for people to help with that and be involved in that uh, and to give wisdom as to how we can grow and develop our pastoral care. So more on that uh, a little bit later as the weeks go on. And the fourth commitment uh, is, is another one that requires huge faith, belief and trust. But we want to see a worshipping presence in Peace Pottage by the end of this year. Really believing for a worshiping presence in Peace Potted by the end of this year. 
There's a couple of things involved in that. Uh, we're seeking God to just reveal who the people are that are going to be involved in that. He's already starting to do that. Also revealing places uh, and venues that we could possibly be. Uh, it's probably going to start as a house church. It's start very small for a small beginning and see where it goes. But before then, we want to see the worship presence of these positives. And part of that is going to involve uh, an element in prayer of saying sorry to God and saying sorry to the people of Peace Pottage because 30 years ago St Mary's had a church in Peace Pottage that was shut down for all good, good and right reasons but it's never been replaced and so we are believing that this is the time where there will be a worshiping presence in Peace Pottage and we want to pray in faith that that's going to happen we want to trust that God is going to call people to be part of that, raise up the people who are going to need it, show us where it's going to be, and all those things. We're really believing for that. So our four commitments. To finish the toilet at St. Mark's, which requires more faith than we've ever had before. Seeing all saints thrive as a place of worship, of community, of ministry. Developing and delivering our pastoral care and having a worshiping presence in Peace Pottage by the end of this year. They are what we're committed to for this year. We can't do any of these things without you. Unless you be on the house with labour in vain, so would you, would you move amongst us? Would you go before us? Would you go with us? May we be surrendered to you as individuals and as a church and as a parish. Yeah.